On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about another chance to beat a New York team. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone, come, touchdown! Unbelievable! Hey there, one, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers Pod. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. This is going to be a better week, better week, yeah. Hey there, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Ryan. How hey, you doing? Is it going to be a better week? We shall see. I don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know if it is. <sighs> We're going to be in Lambo. That always makes it better. Lambo in London just didn't work out for us, but Lambo in Lambo. We're going to have a redemption week ahead of us. And Bach will be Bach. Green on green, and we got the retro jerseys, right? That'll look good. We're going to win, and we're going to look good while doing it. I feel it. like it was a bad decision to do the, the green jerseys with the Jets helmets. I, I don't know. I, I, I think yeah. that might clash a little bit, but still a right. fan of the greens. It's going to clash. Jets are probably going to go in all white. We'll be in all green. It'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. We're going to be in green anyways. And that's the pod. Go Pack Go. <laughs> so we'll start it off here. We're going to touch on it slightly. Devontae Adams. Are we, oh, like no, I wasn't going to go there. Burning stove. Let's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a brief conversation about Aaron Rodgers is now listed as questionable for Sunday because of a thumb injury, but all reports, including from Rogers himself, is that he will play. Is this an excuse, or do you believe it to be true? One hundred percent believe it. <laughs> Anybody out there that watched that hail mary, I held my breath, just being like, "Please God, don't be hurt," because his arm got a little bit of whiplash. Someone like did the strip sack uh, maneuver on him and took him down. And in true Rogers form, I don't remember if. The guy's body weight was on Rodgers. Should have been roughing the passer. Yeah, oh, where was it? Where we could have gotten a free play. I don't remember if his body weight was still on Rodgers or if Rodgers just stayed on the ground for an extra half second. But I'm like, if he just pulled his shoulder out or whatever, uh, and we just lost the season on this Hail Mary, you know, that that would have been the capper to our London experience. Uh, so that he had a little thumb injury and he fully expects to play, I, I believe it and glad he's able to play. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, he's obviously dinged up. I mean, he got beat up in that game. Um, so I don't doubt his hand hurts. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe he'll hit the deep balls when you know when the thumb. Wow, what is what a change of tune? You didn't believe it, and then we hit record, and you're like, no, I believe it. No, I, I believe didn't him. believe it until you reminded me about the last hit, and I'm like, yeah, he did get crushed on that hit. So yeah, so it's probably true, and it's it's doctors, right? They they're all. They they're right all the time. They always pull them when it. Oh, 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 we're going there. <laughs> no. You're just trying to hit all the hot button NFL topics. So looking ahead, the the gang is all going to Vegas. Uh, 
we'll see how it works out. Everybody's landing on a Friday morning, and obviously this game is until Sunday afternoon. So I don't know if we'll be conscious for the start of the game on Vegas time or not. But what we're going to do is we're actually going to dissect this game preview Vegas style. And this was courtesy of Dan's big old brain. So let's stay with Aaron Rodgers. Because who really wants to talk about the Jets in depth? No. Let's go Vegas. No. Hey. We're, ooh, let's make some bets with the Jets. Uh, there we um, go. Name uh, of the segment. <laughs> bets with the Jets. How many interceptions does Sauce Gardner get? <laughs> oh. Well, let's start here with passing touchdowns. One and a half for both Wilson and Rodgers. The difference being Rodgers is minus 175. Wilson is plus 170. I'll take the Wilson at plus 170 for over. <laughs> yeah. Feeling yeah, pretty good with – they got a lot of weapons. And, and the way our – secondary right now, yeah. Yeah, the way our defense has played, unless there's an entire change in scheme, Joe Barry, uh, I fully expect them to score some points. Just hopefully not enough. So, yeah, I would love that over at plus money. Yeah, easy, easy. Yeah, yeah and staying with Wilson, his over-under for yards – Passing yards is 220 at almost even odds. And considering with what Zappy Zippy Zoopy did to us and now what uh, Daniel Jones did to us, even though he wasn't prepared at all with that wide receiving core, I, I just – we keep waiting. And there was definitely moments maybe in the Bucks game you could say it, definitely the Bears game, but we've seen now that the Bears offense is maybe the worst in the entire football league I keep waiting for there to be a moment of the turning of ties for this defense. And I understand that the Dolphins aren't where they wanted to be in terms of injuries. But the Jets still put up 40 points on them. And it wasn't like it was, well, a turnover that caught a pick six. and not, like they, they, they scored 40 points on them. So both Wilson at, at two touchdowns and 240 yards is not out of the realm of possibility heading into this Sunday. Uh, can I admit something? Circle of trust. Yep, I'm getting some head nods. Somebody on this podcast picked up Zach Wilson on his fantasy football team and is, <laughs> is playing him. You know this week. You know it. Hey, that's a smart pickup right there. Look at look at the history with the secondary. They're he was sitting on the bench, and I think Geno Smith was gone, and Zach Wilson was like the second. Oh, it was Russell Wilson, and then Zach Wilson. I'm like, Zach Wilson's playing the Packers. I, I feel good about 200 yards and two touchdowns, and you're not sure and you know you're going to get that out of Russell right if now. If he gets shut down, I'll even be more happy, so I don't even care. Exactly. It's like betting <laughs> against your team, right? If your team wins in real life, great. If they lost, you won your bet. I, I'm kind of doing that. So, yeah, I think in his two games, he's averaging 230 yards. He had a game filled with picks and then a game filled with touchdowns as he comes back and replaces Flacco. The Jets are a little confusing because – yeah, they put up 40 points. The Dolphins didn't have a quarterback, but their defense is still decent. Uh, and their other wins are the Browns and the Steelers. If you want to talk about worst offense in the league, the Steelers are also knocking on that door. Uh, and then their losses, the Bengals by 15 points and the Ravens by 13 points, where they scored a, where they scored a combined 21 points, the Jets did. Uh, so when they played decent, respectable teams, they didn't score much, but it was a different quarterback. So when you look at what Zach Wilson has done – 
I fully expect them to have a little bit of success. 220 yards over a touchdown and a half. I'd take both those. Parlay them. Tease them, baby. Yeah, and while we're actually staying on the Jets offense now, we kind of switched gears a little bit. But Bryce Hall is having a hell of a season for his rookie year. He is averaging five yards a carry and 55 yards per game while also being third in receptions at almost 12 yards per reception. So he's he's getting it done. He's up there in total yardage by backfield, mate. Vegas, rushing plus receiving yards for Bryce Hall, nearly even at 82 for total yards. And that, my friends, is the vet that I said pre-show I would put $500 on because 82 yards for a guy that's playing outstanding football getting the job done both rushing and receiving and we just saw what Saquon did I would not be surprised if Bryce Hall however he does it gets a nice 40 yard gain and there's half your bet right there didn't he have like 200 yards last week against the Miami defense (laughs) yeah they just started featuring him he had like 193 that's what I was saying he's on an upward incline where they weren't featuring him early his total yardage, they're probably grabbing the number from here. His total yardage on the year is 490 between rushing and receiving. Oh, wow. But that's almost all come in the last two weeks. So, yeah. Man, we just keep finding these juicy Jets bets. We're going to talk about the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, the the offensive line for the, the Jets, they definitely tried to put some more investment into it. They're still giving up their fair share of sacks, which I would hope. Uh, we can take advantage of. It's kind of hard to judge because you have Flacco playing half the games and Wilson playing half the games, and the rating necessarily isn't perfect, but it, it seems like, again, an opportunity that we should be able to get into the backfield, and Wilson is by no means going to jump out as much as Jones, especially coming off that injury. It our line needs to get pushed back. Like it's as simple as yeah. that. We need to get pushed back. I'm I'm banking on that. To talk a little Packers, I was going to give you guys an over under total on Packers sacks. And the over under, and you're not allowed to say push, is two. Over, over. <sighs> I have zero faith. I have zero faith in this defense, but I do have faith in Rashawn Gary. Yeah, he's won I a game. Say, I will say. And then Lowry. Under. Lowry's going to get the other one. Ooh, no. Lowry. Juicy. Lowry's going to get I, one. I would say under. Gary's getting one. That's it. Preston. Uh, you need a pass rush here. You know, young, underdeveloped quarterback with weapons. If you don't have a pass rush, this could get uh, nerve-wracking pretty fast for a team that's favored by seven, seven and a half. So I would predict the over on the sacks. And to Ryan's point, you need the pressure coming from the D-line, from the backers. I'd love to see a couple more. Uh, pass rushes called, aka blitzes. Blitzes. Uh, we just need to force the subject. We need to get out of a, a conservative secondary. We need to play some man. There's a great article written uh, by the Ringer this week about you know the analytics, where when we play zone and there's at least one crossing route, we are the worst defense in the league. We allow 70% completion percentage. One crossing route. Terrible statistics. And when we play man against a play with at least one crossing route. We're the sixth best defense in the league, but the sample size is nine plays. We've played man in nine plays against someone with a, a crossing route running going. So there there was a telling comment, I thought. I don't know if you guys caught this. It came out today uh, as we record Wednesday night. Uh, Jerry Gray, the DB coach, secondary coach for the Packers, was asked about the conservative 
uh, calls for the secondary. And he just said, I defer those decisions to Joe Barry. And he talked about, like, I would like to see some more aggressiveness out of my guys, but I, def- I defer schematic decisions to Joe Barry. It didn't sound like a guy that's really, like, bought into his boss's scheme, right, where you sort of toe the company line. You're like, oh, we're, we're doing some smart things, and you'll see it develop throughout the year. He's like, oh, no, I blame that guy. Yeah, we. I mean, we talked a little bit before this, but, like, this isn't the same defense from last year, and it's the same defensive coordinator. We didn't have a change over the year. Joe Barry was here last year when they were playing super aggressive on the defensive line, linebackers and corners and secondary. So why don't they bring that back? And, you know, Dan, you brought up a good point. Maybe the defense is trying to do too much and trying to be too conservative because they know maybe this offense can't win the game like they used to. Um, but I say throw that throw that out the window. Let's get more aggressive. Let's they're not trying cut, to do too cut much the routes. They're well, trying to do too little. Yeah. Yeah. But They're trying to slow a game down. Too little, yes. Yeah, was it Slayton also after the game that said the comments about they didn't see what they were practicing? And it just – the defense is in a funk right now where you can tell LaFleur isn't quite happy. We, you know, we already mentioned multiple people that aren't quite sold. It's uh, – I'd like to think that there's an I'd like to think there's an adjustment coming. I just hope it isn't one of those adjustments where he goes, "Oh, you want me to be aggressive?" and then he overdoes it, and you're like, "All right, well, (laughs) dude, we don't need to do in this area." (laughs) Zach Wilson's played like 15 NFL games. Go for it. Go for it. Let's mess around and find out what happens. Yes. I don't want to sit back in a cover three all day and just let him have crossing routes, for example. And. I, I would love to see somebody take Darnell Savage's spot this week. I would love to see it. Mm, you know it's not happening. Who's the somebody? Yeah. Who's the somebody? Anyone. Anyone. Levitt. Rudy Ford. Throw Levitt in there. He'll play oh, better. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Not. No. I don't know about uh, Levitt. <laughs> speaking of Savage, here's a, here's some people he's going to be trying to tackle this weekend. Uh, Corey Davis is having a stellar year. And the young guns of Wilson and Moore. Uh, are really doing well. Tyler Conklin was even having a good start to the season. Like they're they're decent depth wise in terms of production. Like they have basically five guys with over 200 yards. Uh, they have uh, what is it? Let's see, five people that have catch <laughs> receiving touchdowns, including Zach Wilson uh, on that Philly special. So I, they're they're an, a good team, but they have sneaky depth. Uh, which is kind of something that makes me a little nervous. But let's turn our attention to our offense, and we'll we'll have a conversation about the guy that once again was dejected coming out of London, Aaron Jones, who now in two games this year has felt as though he's been disrespected by his own head coach. His r- rushing plus receiving yards bet is three more than Bryce Hall at 86 total yards at nearly even odds. Man, I may be making some bets on this game. <laughs> that, that, I would go over on that, too. Uh, it, it's just like the last time Jones wasn't featured. You know you're going to see a lot of him in this game because he wasn't featured last game, and LeFleur feels like an idiot. So uh, I, I would go over for sure. How many let's how many times is LaFleur gonna apologize for not getting his best players the ball? Amen. Amen. We talked about it. We talked about it three weeks ago. <laughs> okay. 
We talked about it three weeks ago. I, I think that's the one part about him that I don't like. I mean, the fact that he's like, whatever, 42 and 12, he's the greatest start in the history of the NFL as a head coach. I love everything about it. He's creative. He understands this team. But the weird post-game excuses where he goes, this is on me. And it's just like, what? This? Like, I could see if it was a bad challenge. I could see if it was, a, you know, we, we, we tried to run the ball there and it just didn't work. Like, but you're, they need you're you. saying twice your best player did not touch the ball. They need you on the sideline pregame, Ryan, and your question you asked in the postgame podcast, did you get your best player the ball? So on the sideline, like as all, all the players are running out of the tunnel, you just grab them by the shirt collar and you go, future question from the press, did you get your best player the ball? Don't be dumb. And he's like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I'll go get my best player to football. It sounds like and then a head coach would do. And then I'll – I'll grab Tyler Davis and I go, I don't know why you're on this fucking team. Stop touching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've. T- I feel like we've had this conversation the past two years, though, also. I feel like there have been times consistently where LeFleur forgets about the backfield. And he gives too much faith in Aaron Rodgers and his arm doing his thing because he always does, right? He normally always prevails. Um, but I feel like this year we have to lean on the run. We have to play solid team football to win. We I don't see Rodgers and these wide receivers that we currently have playing an air game and keeping up with somebody scoring 40 points. I, I don't see that happening ever. Yeah, so, especially in the last few years, the good games that we said Aaron Rodgers was super sharp, fantastic passes he looked like he was in control of the offense it was 22 pass attempts 26 pass attempts when he's putting up 40 pass attempts it ain't happening boss not with this receiving course specifically so the jets again as a roster right they've been in the bottom of the league for so long that like they got guys everywhere sauce gardner as a corner just he's probably going to lock down whoever you want to call our number one wide receiver so he's probably not going to have to hover over any specific guy he'll just Take whoever he feels like and be like, you're not getting shit on this play because your number one ain't as good as Sauce Gardner. What's a, what's over under on Sauce Gardner interceptions? Oh my God. That It'd have to be a half. Rodgers yeah, it's just be doesn't half. throw them. Yeah. But speaking of interceptions, over. that's what I'm worried about. The team has a total of seven plus 23 pass deflections. Like there is so many people, whether it's Michael Carter, whether it is Sauce, like – DJ Reed is having a solid season. Joyner at safety is coming up and making big play. Like their secondary is sneaky, sneaky good. You've been talking about their backup corner this whole time. Bryce Hall, their running back is Brees Hall. Slight difference, but that backup nickel corner <laughs> they got, Bryce Hall, is a beast. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, <laughs> overall, uh, well, uh, let's do this first. Uh, target leader. No, no, no. Receptions leader. Who cares about targets? Receptions leader for the Packers. I'm not going to ask you to name them, but does he have? I'll, I'll set the over under at five and a half. Over under by the end of game leader by the Packers. Yeah, I, I feel like we're on a trend this year that once Rogers finds his favorite quarter or uh, receiver, they will get. Six or so receptions. I'll go over. I'm going under. I think it's going to be spread around a lot this year. My next question was going to be if it was over from both of you. Is that a running back or a wide receiver? (laughs) I think it'd have to be a running 
running back in this game. I don't see our wide receivers creating a lot of space, honestly. Dump offs. Yeah. yeah. Jones and Dylan need to touch the ball 40 times. And Josh's point is 100% accurate. LaFleur likes to overcorrect once he gets called out, once he doesn't get them the ball enough. The next game, you're just going to – it already happened this season. It already happened once, and it's going to happen again. They're both going to touch the ball 20 times apiece, and you're going to be like, that's the offense we need. And then we'll come out next week, and they'll touch the ball four times. So I look forward to a good week, and let's just enjoy it while we have it. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy? We started to go down this road, and then we kind of jot it off. But, like, Rodgers is not in the groove this year. So what's the best way to get a QB into a groove is run the ball, spread the offense out, and find short dump-off passes to just get in the zone. Do we need Rodgers to call Graham Mertz? Do, like, we have the perfect scenario for this. Like, we have the backfield. We have receivers that are much better at short range than long. Like, we have the perfect setup to get him back to his MVP level, and yet we we continue to try to do right. these 35-yarders over the head. I, I just, got a bet for you guys. How Uh-oh. many timeouts <laughs> will the Packers waste oh. for the two minutes? So we text that you got to take a drink every time. Hand up. I don't take a drink every time full we game. text it. Full game, too. Full game, not just we're gonna, full game. This game starts 10 a.m. local time. We're going to have to do a wasted timeout as a shot of fireball or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. We need to penalize ourselves for Rodgers. There's going to be one. There's going to be one in the game. One in the game. Two. I'm calling three. Yeah, two or three. Easy. It's the Jets. It's the Jets. We did learn last week that Crosby's not allowed to use him because he had to take that delay a game on field goal to back it up to like a oh my God. 46-yarder, I think it was. It's like, wow, Dennis Rodman patting the stats. 17 year vet isn't allowed to use a timeout when Rodgers just burns him because he's got a fart or something. I don't know. (laughs) He has every excuse in the book for using one. All right. So it sounds like we're really confident about the spread and our boys winning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of intrigued already on what these predictions are. (laughs) Yeah, let's get it going. And as you give your prediction. I will plug in what the odds are for your uh, your winning margin so we can see what you think would translate to Vegas terms. How about that? So, Josh, start us up. What is the final score? Go through all that, and then I will give you your official Vegas odds. All right. You know, this was a tough one for me. I normally always pick a win. I really wanted to pick a loss in this one. I I think the Packers are in a hole and they need to dig themselves out of it. I don't know how I I think it's the running backs. I think everyone in the world thinks it's the running backs, but for some reason it's not happening. I still have the Packers winning, but it's a close one. 27 to 24. I, I hope, I hope I, I I honestly don't have a lot. I I think our defense is going to come up big though. My MVP is the one, the only, Rashawn Gary. I think he's going to have a massive game against this young quarterback. He's already been absolutely disruptive this whole entire year. Um, it's been fun to watch, too, um, and I, I think he's going to kill it. So two-plus two sacks for Gary and some some big plays. I just realized we're all going to probably pick Packers to win by six or less, which is plus 330. <laughs> I love that. I'd, 
the problem is I could see them covering the spread in a vengeance game. You know, nothing's sitting right with them this mm-hmm. week. Everyone's questioning their season-long, you know, ability to win football games. This is the kind of game that I'm not touching the spread at all when we land. Because uh, I could easily see the Packers are on a vengeance. They get that early lead like they did against the Giants, and they actually close it out, and they win by 15. Uh, but we've just seen it play out the other way so much that the on-paper prediction that I wouldn't put my money behind was, again, similar to Josh's. We're very good at this this year. I don't like how many points it is because I, I see us trying to slow the game down with the running backs touching the ball so much. But I've got Packers 30, Jets 27. Um, again, I'm I'm not touching it with any of my real money. And MVP, can I get away with this? I wrote anybody. Like anybody just want to step up, make a play, a little pick six, be That's a great. wide receiver for us? I, I don't Somebody care. act like just they're all pro. Anybody. Somebody. If we get the ball to the running backs, it's Aaron Jones, obviously. I liked Rashawn Gary as as getting at least a sack. Can we strip a can we strip the ball while getting that sack? Uh I don't know. Gimme Ja. Gimme Ja getting our second pick of the year, but I'm just not inspired. Like I I want somebody new to step up and I have no idea who it is. You know, that that's a great point. We and I don't think we've talked about it yet this year, is the turnover differential is the worst it's ever been in probably my life of the Packers history. I think we're, we are on the losing side of the turnover differential right now. Um, and that's not good. So yeah, come on. Some, some interceptions, the fumbles. Yeah. I, I think, uh, my MVP is going to be Mason Crosby because he is going to have some work to do today. Uh, and he might actually be the one. Yeah, but the problem is he's probably going to hit three field goals, and one of them is going to be a winner with like at least under a minute left. And I, I am not mentally prepared right now. I'm sure once the alcohol hits on Sunday, I will be. But, uh, man, I, I'm, shoosh, I'll say twenty three twenty, and it is. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those games that you. It's just ugly. It's ugly, and we just got to find a way. So the money we got to put on is when you you can pick the margin of victory by exact total. We all say Packers by three. What, that's true. The, you, you find and scroll that for that bet because that's probably more like plus eleven hundred. Put a hundo on that yeah, and try to drop a little. Yeah. Try to pay for your flight out there. Flights to Vegas were stupid. Pay for the goodies. Brian, you'll be able to have mimosas for two Packer games in a row. Ooh. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to find out what that is. I'm not quite seeing official points, but it's got to be like 1,200 yeah, if you're doing exact. Yeah, the exact yeah. total is crazy. So yeah. we've all got three pretty comfortably. Let's just hope this is what I said. There's a 50% chance of, of the Packers just looking good like they're supposed to, taking care of business, covering the spread, and be like, all right, let's carry that into next week. Uh, and, and the reason I think we all feel this way is the Packers are playing down to their competition this year i mean they have not played their best uh, yet I feel they like haven't played anyone good now. since the vikings and they got exactly. lit up by them exactly. the buccaneers are a good team but had nobody Ugh, that's it. the problem of losing a game in that stretch is like that stretch you just needed to take care of business because the tough games are yet to come so i i hate the negative tone of this because if it is a close game or shit hits the fan Oh, this podcast might just end mid-season. We'd be like, no, we're retiring. We're done. I'm not interested in this. Especially if we win on these bets. 
the $4 uh, Venmo payment I got sent once. It ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah. So that will do it for this pod. Uh, I don't know what to take from it because I think we were positive at some, but we were negative. <laughs> were so, we? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but uh, thanks, everybody. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go.